Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Fantasy for the Ages, the show where a father, that's me, and my son, Zach, who's not here today, often get together and talk about fantasy, science fiction, and other nerdy things that we enjoy. Today, I'm bringing to you a quick take episode on the nine most rereadable science fiction and fantasy pieces of literature, from my opinion and experience. If you like this episode, I hope you'll click that like button down below. Consider subscribing to our channel. Just click right there. It's so easy. And uh, share what you think about what I say today. That's what the comment box is for. We always respond to comments. Down in the show notes, you'll find all the other ways that you can interact with us. Our Discord server, come chat about books, social media, even our Patreon, where you can tap into extra benefits by becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Thank you to all of you who already support us on Patreon. We love you guys. So I'm talking about re-readable books <clears throat> from science fiction and fantasy. The sign of a true gem in science fiction and fantasy is the fact that when you read it, it's amazing, it's fantastic, but when you read it again, it's even better. That doesn't just happen with any old book. Some books simply keep giving the more you read. And the really awesome ones, you can reread multiple times. And every time you go through them, you're picking up new stuff. Literally, the book is better. It doesn't matter that you know what happens because you're discovering the things you didn't even realize. The connections that were right there and you totally missed them the first time and the second time and even the third time. Amazing. Some authors simply have this gift. They can tell a compelling and engaging story that right off the bat people fall in love with, but which has levels of complexity, nuance, subtext that are nearly impossible to catch the first time through. The foreshadowing the little inside Easter eggs, jokes, comments, stuff that's it's right there, but you don't see it until you've done it a second time. Again, it's got to be good the first time to qualify for this. I don't want books that, you know, are only good when you read it the second time. That's not worthy. I'm looking for the ones that are great. And then you read them again and your appreciation soars even further because you had no idea. It was truly that good. There are books that fit that first category, I said. You know, the ones that, yeah, first time through, it's just hard. It's not even really that good because you're so confused. It's so deep and complex. And people will tell you, well, you needed to read it again, and then you'll get it. Yeah, Gene Wolfe, I'm looking at you, the book of the new sun. Oh, it's terrible the first time, my opinion. The second time is where it really comes to life, they say. I'm never reading it a second time. My books that fit this list, my top nine, are ones that, yeah, you love them the first time. They're wonderful stories. But second time through, you realize just how wonderful they actually were. Next level better. So here's my list, starting from the bottom, working up. In my opinion and experience, a top nine rereadable science fiction fantasy books. Number nine, The Stand by Stephen King. I have read this one at least four times, maybe more, but I remember four distinct rereads. And 
The first time through was a great story. The second time I grew in appreciation even more, seeing the things that King had laid in there. The third time I read it was after I'd read more of Stephen King's other stuff, which adds even more layers to it. And the fourth time was just fun. <laughs> I wouldn't say I found more things on the fourth read. I just liked it. Now, I'm probably going to do a fifth read because I'm finishing my reread of The Dark Tower right now. And there are so many connections and references to The Stand in The Dark Tower that The Stand will be even better with The Dark Tower fresh in my mind. That's an amazing piece of literature. When you know the whole story, but you want to go read and read it again because there will be new perspectives now. Love it. Number eight. The Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. This is his magnum opus. These are big, chunk, and huge books. He, according to my understanding, plans to write 10 books in the Stormlight Archive, but in two eras, sections. He's done this before. So there will be five books to complete a story in the first section of the Stormlight Archive. Four of them are out. One more is supposed to drop in 2024, just around the corner. And I look forward to that. These books, though, are so intricate, so complex. There's a lot to them. So you can understand rereading them, you're going to get more. Also, making sure you've got the whole scope of the Cosmere under your belt before you start a reread will make it even richer because there's so many connections and tie-ins. Brandon Sanderson has thrown the kitchen sink into this series, and I look forward to enjoying it yet again. I haven't done the reread of the Stormlight Archive yet except The Way of Kings I've read some of twice. But I know I'm going to have to do this. I probably will reread it via Audible before I read book five. Number seven, The Expanse by James S.A. Corey. Nine book series plus a bunch of novellas and short stories. There's so much to this series. It's just fun. Great science fiction. I have friends who just listen to this on repeat via Audible. It's so good. I know there are nuanced things that you can pick up early on that are hinted earlier that pay out later in this series. I certainly enjoyed discovering those as I went. The Expanse is one where the things aren't hidden as hard as you would think. It was easier as I was reading the first time to think back to how they had laid things out. I'm like, oh, I see what they did there. But on a reread, you've got that perspective now and you catch the details even more prominently and realize how awesomely the two authors wrote this book. Yes, James S.A. Corey is really a pen name for two people. So The Expanse is definitely fun for a reread. Great action, good story, and nuanced pieces that you catch that you would miss the first time. You won't have missed all of them, but there's more there. Go see it for yourself. The other way The Expanse pays off from a reread is if you didn't do the short stories and the novellas along the way because they really add a lot to it. And if you've read those all collected now in Memories Legion, get those done and go back and reread, and it's a new story. It's like, oh, that makes sense now. Number six, Mistborn, both Era 1 and Era 2. I thoroughly enjoyed these series on a reread. I liked them the first time, but thoroughly enjoyed them on a reread. Mistborn is one of those rare books where I'll say, yeah, you know, you think you like it the first time, 
but you realize it was way better than you thought it was the second time through. I mean, it takes a big leap on the reread. So this is one you 100% need to be rereading to truly appreciate. So I love it. Mistborn is part of the Cosmere. So rereading it will help you with a reread of the Stormlight Archive too, or even with a first read of the Stormlight Archive. Enjoy Mistborn. Brandon Sanderson makes my list twice. Well done, sir. Number five, The Dragon Riders of Pern by Anne McCaffrey, as well as the two of her children who are also writing Pern books now in the later parts. The Dragon Riders of Pern, I have to be honest, I've only reread the first 15 books. There's 24 books available now. I have not read those latter books. I'm going to get to them for the first time, but I've reread the 15. They were fun the first time. They were fantastic the second time, just opened up in whole new ways. Now, this is a series that's interesting because it actually starts with a prologue that kind of tells you all the secrets behind it. And then you enter the story where the people you're learning about know nothing about what you know because of the prologue. And it's really easy as you're enjoying the story to forget what you learned in the prologue. That being that it's this is a science fiction story. Because you descend into fantasy, pure fantasy. But it's not. It's science fiction. So on a reread, that sticks better. And you have that sci-fi filter on everything you're reading. And it really brings the story to life in a new way. Love it. So definitely deserves on this to be on this list. Number four. This one's interesting. I'm bringing Tolkien in here. The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, and The Silmarillion. Not everybody has the taste for classic fantasy these days, but these books still hold a special place in my heart. I have read all of them multiple times. But for a first-time read, you should read The Hobbit, then read The Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit is its prequel. Then read The Silmarillion, which is the backstory. First Age, Second Age tales that really inform what happens in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, especially The Lord of the Rings. All of that makes more sense with the context of what you learn in The Silmarillion. So, once you've read The Silmarillion, which you would not care about before reading The Lord of the Rings, but once you've read it, you've got to go start over. The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings are so much richer when you've got The Silmarillion in your catalog. The Silmarillion, you can read again too, just for the fun of it. I have. But it's the fact that The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings are so much better with The Silmarillion. Besides the fact that just reading through The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings again, you catch new things. They're so well written, so complex, so intricately designed that you can read each of them by themselves again and again and get more and more. But The Silmarillion, just putting that in your head, Wow, those stories open up. There you go. That's number four. Number three, much more recent than Tolkien's work, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files. 17 books, a number of short stories and novellas. This series is not done. There's much more to be written still, at least six more books, seven more books in what he has in mind to complete this series. But this is one where there are so many things he does in the early books that just seem like they're happening. They're just a thing. 
that pay off down the road in such amazing ways. And he keeps doing that book after book after book that to have the context of knowing what's going to happen later when you go back and read the early books again, they are so much better. My son needs to understand this because he does he's not a big fan of the early books. He does not realize what Butcher has put into those books and the meaning they will have. I mean, just the alphas, for example, or heck, the whole vampire thing in book three. When you know where it's going. So rereadable to the max. Love the Dresden Files. Number two is one that's on here just because I know it's rereadable even though I'm only partway through, and that's Malazan, Book of the Fallen by Steven Erickson. There is so much in this fantasy series. It is literally epic. Yeah, epic fantasy in an epic way. And I'm already recognizing things that will be just amazing on a reread, and I'm only halfway through the core novels. So this one is just so chock full of so much. And, uh, and of course, lots of people who are already well within the fandom and love it all talk all about rereads and how important it is. So one day I hope to be worthy of a Malazan reread, probably on Audible. That'll be a big commitment. Maybe just the core novels. I have so much ahead of me to read still, but loving every minute of it. Clearly high quality rereadable material. If you can survive it the first time, not that it's not good. It's just very, very epic. And not everybody's going to have, have the taste for getting through something so robust. It's no Gene Wolf. Blah, blah, no, no. It's still good. You just have to survive Gardens of the Moon, book one. Okay, number one, come on. The definition of rereadable, The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan and completed by Brandon Sanderson. I have reread The Wheel of Time a ridiculous amount of times. Because every time I reread it, I enjoy it. I also still will stumble upon something I never noticed before. As Zach and I do deep dives through this, it is so deep diveable. Because the little tidbits that are planted everywhere, it's like, Robert, Jordan, your mind was amazing. And I understand he had so many notes. There are lots of things he thought of he never even put into the books. The detail he had come up with was incredible, and thus there is such depth in this series that you can reread it again and again. It is so great the first time, so fun, unless it just wasn't your thing, and I know some of you are out there. I'm sad for you, because I love The Wheel of Time, and don't get it when people don't like it. But if you enjoy it the first time, the second time takes you to whole new territory. If you haven't considered doing a reread yet, this is the reason I've done this episode. Do the reread. You'll thank me. That's where I'll leave you then. Great things, nine top things to read for me, from my perspective, that are rereadable. Tell me what you think. Which are the ones that you agree with? What do you like from this list? What am I missing? Maybe I haven't read it yet. What are your favorite things to reread because you get so much more? Remember, it's got to be great the first time, too. Don't tell me it's worth working through the tough stuff and then you'll like it on the reread. That's garbage. I don't want any of that. Something that's great the first time and even better on the reread. Give me your ideas, too. Love to hear it. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.